Hey y'all, we are back with another episode of Anime's Anime. Um, today we're going to get right into Libra season and shout out our favorite Libras. And we're going to have a little review for you for um, Soul Station. So stay tuned. chugging along through spooky season so we got just kind of like a little review and chit chat about soul station which let me find a synopsis really quick soul station is a south korean adult animated zombie film written and directed by yeon song who it was released on august 18th of 2016 and the film was shown at the 2016 Brussels International Fantastic Film Festival. I had heard that this movie was supposed to be a prequel to Train to Busan, which I don't know if either of you have watched that movie. I've been meaning. Mm-hmm. I did it. actually watch you that. Did? Movie. Oh, okay. Train to Busan. It is oh, really nice. Good. Oh, cool. I re- I really want to see it. Um, but apparently they marketed it that way. But there's actually really no overlapping of it so which I could see people getting pissy about that because a lot of people were bothered by it but um yeah um we got a, a zombie movie in Korea and it was really interesting um I guess did y'all did y'all like it I did like it I'm gonna be honest when it first started I it started off p- pissing me off mm-hmm. when we were talking yesterday yeah. we talked a lot about the dehumanization that homeless people experienced while they were there and I definitely mm-hmm. hated that too like from the very beginning it starts off with a man he's severely wounded and nobody will help him because he's homeless and he has a stench he goes to lay down and there is his brother who finds him Uh, He lays down in the train station, in SEAL station, I think. And his brother is trying to find him. And he finds him obviously laying there dying. And he tries to find anybody who would help. He goes to several people. And nobody will help, I guess, except this one lady at a pharmacy. And she, like, I don't know, I guess pours some type of disinfectant and, like, gauze pads and just, like, gives it to him. He doesn't even have the disinfectant inside of an actual container. Like, I guess it's in, like, this, like, styrofoam. Like a little it's almost thing. like a paper thingy. Yeah. yeah. And so he comes, by the time he actually gets help, like, his brother's dead. And that's really, and that was really fucking sad. Then you also see, we then we start to follow the main character of the movie, I, I believe who's this girl who wakes uh, up to her boyfriend being missing and you know she slips on her wedges and goes to find him 
and yeah, we gotta talk about the wedge we gotta talk situation. about the wedge <laughs> Yes, I mean, yeah, yeah, she put on her t-shirt dress. I mean, her polo dress. She put on her her, her best, her club best, okay? She went to go find her dude. Mm-hmm. And she gets to the, you know, the inter- internet cafe where it seems to be he frequents, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's there putting up a back page <laughs> listings. Listings for her. What and- an asshole. Yeah, you yeah. know. So then that's where we find out she's actually uh, a sex or ex sex worker who's escaped the life and she doesn't want to do that anymore. And you know, she's trying to like you know live her best life. And she, honestly, she's very young. We didn't we didn't figure out that she was so young until later on in the movie. But she's young enough to actually not understand you know how to work and take care of herself. So this guy. Is definitely taking advantage of her, and he's definitely a fucking bum. And that pissed me off. And he breaks up with her, and she kind of just cries and just walks around. <laughs> and that's when the zombie apocalypse begins. That was really that was wild. Yeah, it's very wild. Yeah, I yeah. didn't because like there was parts in there where like in that specific scene where she started to like cry, I was like, please don't laugh because it's like, it's not supposed to be funny. <laughs> but, not you, but when, when she started crying after the boyfriend broke up with her? Yeah. I think it was the way that she was crying. It was, I think, you know what I think it is? I sometimes get uncomfortable when people cry around me. So mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. like if somebody just starts crying like that, like the way she was crying, then like I would just laugh. Like, I laugh because I don't know what to I'm a little bit of the same way. And <laughs> it's funny because it, that didn't develop until I got older. When I was younger, I took things very seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, but some something happened where things just switched and I'm so unserious. <laughs> I'm so unserious. I need to be fucking for real. I'm not even gonna lie, but no i just like we meant like you brought up before crimson i was just like they treat the homeless people so bad and what really killed me was when the brother went to the medical center and yeah, was and trying they were to get, asking for a bed to yeah, get him the- and them mm-hmm. other bums was punking him the fuck out of the room i was like nigga if you don't get your lick back and custom niggas out like say no i need this room because my brother is about to die he's on the verge of death like well, y'all and chance. also I think there was an element there that we probably don't understand because we're Americans but there have been several times where people were asking what district are you from mm-hmm. um so I, I, I don't know what the connotation was behind that it I don't have the concept I, I mean, I I'm assuming that the district that you live in will will probably uh, be will give people an idea of one your social status and and two and they also seem like they were like gangs so like maybe that was like a kind of like a territorial thing that was happening as well mm-hmm. because that was like a group of guys. I almost said something mean like not you gang banging and you homeless. I mean that was a, that was those are homeless- the medical facility center but that was the thing though it's like you're, those are the types of people who obviously they don't have much to lose so I think true you're very true sense. sense yeah no you're you're right yeah i liked this movie i was 
when I heard about it, I was like, yeah, that sounds good. And then when it started off, I was a little apprehensive. But by the end, I was uh, blown away, surprised. But yeah, let's really get into it. So after the um, the brother dies, because I, like, I mean, that's what it felt like. Like maybe if he could have just got his wound clean and some painkillers and like some vi- some B12 vitamins, maybe he would have been okay. And yeah, we're starting off the zombie apocalypse in the train station amongst uh, the homelessness, the homeless. And I think had it started somewhere else, I think people would have been much more aware because they write the homeless people off like for being stinky and mindless already that them being zombies kind of didn't feel any different to them, if that makes sense. Yes, because when they were locked up inside of the jail cell, they seen them being erratic and scared and they're like, oh, you're crazy. So then uh, they seen a horde of people coming. Obviously, these are zombies. And Mm -hmm, so they mm -hmm. get locked inside of the the jail cell with the the two homeless men and the girl Mm -hmm. and he's and he's pointing the gun at them and that's what really made me mad too but it was also the most believable in the movie Mm -hmm. the way they were treating uh the police were treating the people was that Mm -hmm. you know they kind of treated them like yeah like you said that they were mindless zombies and he didn't see the difference between a scared person and a literal erratic zombies Mm-hmm. Like and it, it, it pissed me off because also like the, these are people who are pleading. They're using words. They're using words. They're being coherent. Like they're telling you that there's a problem happening, and they're coming to you for help, which is your job to protect and serve. And he was just not having it. He has the gun to them. He's like, "Yo, I'm gonna fucking kill you." And then that's another thing that happened. At one point, the girl realizes this and she tells him like, hey, I'm not homeless. I'm just scared. Like, and I got, and I ran away with them. Like, you need to at least help me. And he looks down on her feet and she had ran up out them fucking wedges. She's (laughs) she's barefoot now. And as she should be, because she wasn't going to get nowhere with those wedges on. No, she wasn't going to get nowhere with them damn wedges on. I don't know why she went to chase her nigga with them wedges on. Hello. <laughs> and y'all ain't got rent money. I know ready. her feet hurt. You knew that she was finna come yell at your man. And you knew exactly where to find him. Like, I don't know why she wasn't ready to scrap, personally. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess she don't. She don't got that type of energy. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, because we would have been scrapping as soon as he said um he was kicking me out. I'm like, you're not fucking. Yeah, and me. he slapped her like also the way that she is treated for me like I think that there were well zombies obviously already have like a political statement to say but I think this movie sheds light on the shitty treatment of unhoused how our government and shit I guess even their government isn't worth a damn thought shit was sweet over there guess not well no no I didn't it's Korea never mind I take that back I knew shit wasn't sweet over there and the way that all the men in her life treat her, even like outside sources, like it feels like, you know, once we get to the end that both able to humanize each other. And another thing that pissed me off in the scene when they were in the jail cell is that like the police officer saw his other, like his partner get eaten and die. And then he popped back up 
but he was and I mean yeah it's like yeah that's your partner but you literally just saw what happened you saw him get bit why would he be okay he was more so willing to trust him when you literally have three people telling you what they saw and what's going on and that you need to help them Mm-hmm. yeah so it was it was fucked up it really was like a classist thing you don't respect what we're saying how we present and nothing like you're just like well i'm not gonna listen to you or respect you or even tre- or help you really because we're, we're all in peril because we're all going to be attacked by these are uh, uh, you know these zombies or what you think mm-hmm. is crazy people right so why wouldn't you at least why wouldn't you be pointing the gun at them like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, why are you yeah. pointing the gun with people who is, are just as scared and are looking for help? Then, you know, you know what I'm saying? And then he's like, then oh, the you problem. brought them here. Also, you're a cop. Do your fucking job. Even if they did bring them there, it's still your job to help people who are going to be hurt. So mm-hmm. it's like, you you can't even humanize these people enough to be like, exactly. yo, like, I'm going to do my job and stop people and protect people. Like, you see them as less than human for real yeah exactly i felt that exact same way throughout the whole movie because i was just like damn cops are shitty no matter what country you are in (laughs) god damn it's terrible and then the fact that that he turned in the cell i was just Mm -hmm. like fuck and that old dude knew exactly what he was doing he was like nah we, we gotta get him like we gotta get him <laughs> yes they didn't have no Gramps choice didn't to come to play friend. yeah yeah he uh, his friend time. because and then the way his friend was talking i hate it's crazy because I, I understand like it's a a normal reaction but it always heightens my anxiety more when people are like that's it we're golden yeah that's it uh-huh you know, I'm just yeah. like, don't start. Don't start that shit. Shut the fuck up. Like, it would be me while a fucking gun in his mouth going, shut the fuck up. <laughs> we need to run. <laughs> so, yeah, while homegirl is, like, running around, it, everything's all fucked up. Her boyfriend gets introduced to her father because her father finds the back page listing and he's like hey that's my daughter I want her to know that you know I want her to come home that I'm not mad at her can you help me find her and he's like well you know we just broke up blah 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 this and that and so now they're on the hunt for her in the midst of all this and I did they stop at a brothel first or was it just an apartment complex? Because they, they came in and there was a lady munching on somebody. That was his apartment. So so what he oh, did okay, was he okay. said, oh, I think she's going to be back at the oh, house. Oh, that was yeah, the we broke landlady. Up. Yeah, yes, okay. that was the landlady. Mm-hmm. I so got you. I he got was you. like, oh, you know, I'll I'll take you back to the to the inn that we're staying in. Because he, th- he figured, okay, yeah, we broke up. But where else is she going to go? She's going to go back home. Right. right. Um, And then they found the landlady, yeah, munching on somebody. Yeah, and then uh, the dad crazy. beats her with a the toilet lid, which that was my go-to when they were in there. I'm like, grab the toilet lid, grab the toilet lid, and he did it. <laughs> I seen so some fucking broken bottle, some like glass bottles and shit. I'm like, I don't know why you didn't do that. That would be a definite go-to to like go ahead. Yeah, that would be a good over one the too. glass bottles. <laughs> 
Well, and also you have to be a strong motherfucker to hit somebody with the toilet lid. Hello. That's, that's ceramic okay. heavy. That's ceramic is heavy. Heavy as fuck. I was so happy for them. Then he devises this plan to mm-hmm. for them to like skip over. Well, he has to like divert the, the zombies so he can get into a car, uh, meet him on the next street over. And it does work, even though uh he has some setbacks. Some hiccups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and so they're driving around and the whole time they're driving, uh by the time they drive, the, this girl finally gets her phone on after mm-hmm. you know running around the damn train station and she's like i found some you know what, what who were they medical like uh, some ambulance like yeah and she's like i'm in the ambulance and i'm on my way back to the hospital he goes all right bet we're gonna meet you at the hospital so they decide to you know meet them at the hospital and then this is what frustrated me they're in the ambulance and now the old guy is like oh we going to the hospital and they're not responding at the hospital and they got people who got bite marks at the hospital absolutely not and he's like i mean he was right he was right he understood what was going on and they didn't but you know he didn't care give a fuck about anybody's life at this point because he literally (laughs) just flipped the whole fucking ambulance (laughs) and so (laughs) the ambulance is flipped over him and the girl get out now the girl understands that now that it's a uh change in plans and she mm-hmm. not, did not call her father or her nigga like why <laughs> wouldn't you do that why, why wouldn't, wouldn't you call you, your right. boyfriend and your father and be like actually you know what i'm not in i'm no longer in the ambulance it just flipped over we're here at this street she could have did that stood in the closed ambulance doors because that would have been secure for a little bit yeah for um, a little bit you know like i felt like she did more to hurt herself but i also feel like because like again like this is what makes me feel like she's very young-minded i feel like she was just so scared about what's going on that she was just following anybody who seemed like a safe person and so the old guy seemed like a safe person to her so she followed him into the train station Mm -hmm. and yeah then they had that moment where they're trying to get underneath the oh my god this part had me weak I was laughing yes, at this. There part. was a gate <laughs> that they have to lift up. And so she they're trying to get the gate open and they see this lady standing there and they're like, nah, she gotta be off because she's just standing there and she looking <laughs> she looking real menacing right now. <laughs> she's standing there menacingly. Um but I, I I think they thought that she was undead, but she was literally just like some not all there bitch running around in the like locked off train stations for some reason looking for her mom yeah she started talking about she was talking about a lot she started talking about her mom then she started (laughs) talking about the world's over then she started crying like it it was a lot happening yeah it was a lot happening i know they were just sitting on the floor just out of breath breathing because she scared the absolute shit out of them um Mm -hmm. yeah they was like oh hell no (laughs) <laughs> and so they they go to the station that they thought was gonna be safe i'm not sure why they thought that uh either i forgot or i missed it but it turns out no that's not the case these people are bitten as well and so since we're at this part in the like retelling of the story there's one thing that bothered me about 
the movie. And then there's another thing that I'm going to make a note on. Most of the um, characters are very smart. And I don't know if that was on purpose or not, because not at, at one point in time that people did not realize that if you make noise, they're going to get you. And like literally every time, every time that anybody made a sound, they that's what made them react. And nobody learned their lesson from doing that at least five times. And my other note is that like there was there wasn't ever like any kind of worldwide like there wasn't any announcement. It wasn't no Amber Alert on the phones or anything like that. And it's not because lines are dead or anything. We know that because we see that, you know, further on that there was like military and police dispatch in certain areas. So I don't know if that was um, a plot point on purpose to show how shitty the government is that they weren't trying to warn people of the happenings that was going mm-hmm. on or if mm-hmm. that was something that was just missed. I don't know. I don't know. Well, because at some point, the dad was uh trying to hop over the military barricade mm-hmm. and he starts the military guy starts to stop him he's choking him up then the you know then the other military guys come in you know basically de-escalate the situation and he before the guy walks away he gets like listen like go home and you know the that martial law could be declared and then you need to mm-hmm. go home and turn on the tv to figure out what's oh, going okay. on so maybe there was uh-huh yeah they wasn't tuning in like they were just so busy looking for the girl and the girl was just busy honestly just running around like <laughs> I, I, she wasn't very she yeah you're right like they're right like they weren't very smart but the dad was very smart the uh, dad was the, very the, smart. the dad was smart. had a goal in mind and he kept going towards that goal the boyfriend was just rolling with the dad he was hostage <laughs> And the girl was, to be honest, the girl and the homeless guy was just running around to whatever seemed might seem like a safe place. Like I don't. I mean, think- the, mm-hmm. I think the I think the homeless man had definitely had some awareness. I think he just didn't know how to, to like make that work for him mostly, mm-hmm. um, because yeah, because the the dad and the boyfriend they happen to like after they try to go to the hospital they happen to find like a military space where they are keeping people safe for the most part and then the the girl and the old man they stumble upon like just this little shanty build up protection thing but it's literally just like maybe a street worth of space that they have blockade on either side to keep the zombies out and but then near the end of the street is government officials telling them to stay where they are so like again it's going to people not trying to help the people that they're supposed to and I don't know if it's because they thought that they were you know contaminated even though the people were telling them like no we blocked this shit off we're making sure that no one's bit and um, mm-hmm. then some motherfucking um, not as brave as our troops niggas start popping off, talking about everything I did for this country, da 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 this and that. And then like the old man is like, I fought for this country too. That's exactly why I'm here right now because of our government and because of this country because they don't care about us. So I'm like, damn. So y'all do this every fucking where. Okay, cool. 
and I guess the old man is just like, yeah, I had, I've had it with this shit. And yeah. he, um, he starts to climb over the bus, and he gets shot. And, and that's fucking sad. And I think it made me sad because it was like the his last words was like, "Yo, if I had a home, that's where I would have been," or something to that degree. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. that was really that was really fucked up and especially i know that girl was definitely feeling it as well because you know she was homeless but she was pretty yeah she was homeless too. as well and she was mm-hmm. homeless before before her and her man hooked up because i guess he called himself playing captain save a but he didn't even have the money to do that he could barely save himself so. basically oh, and i and think she definitely um and I think that, like, you know, she was she was obviously um, empathetic to the situation that all those other people were in, even though I think, like, like for me, when she was like, I'm not homeless, I don't think she was saying it as a way to separate herself. I think she was saying it in a way, like, let me speak, you know, for myself and for these other people. Because, I mean, at that point in time, she technically was homeless. Yo, man, just kicked you out the house, boo. And, you know, this is, it, and she was ready for it, too, because that's immediately where she went, was to, at the station where all the old, other homeless people are. Mm-hmm. So she knew what was up. And that was really sad. I, I, I really do hate that the old man died, because I like him. He might have been my favorite character, honestly. Yeah, I fucks with him. Yeah. I mean, because it's hard because I don't know if I, yeah, you're right. He was the most endearing person. He was the most endearing person. It was hard Mm -hmm. to like, it was hard to like everybody else. I mean, the girl was very sporadic. The Mm -hmm. boyfriend was a piece of shit off jump. The dad was, I mean, like you wanted, you was rooting for the dad. And then that until, was just, like, until, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we're not gonna talk. We're gonna, not gonna tell you y'all yet what happened yeah. with that. Yeah, <laughs> um, and yeah, like that was just it was giving what the actual fuck was going on. I think I was very frustrated and like pissed off about everybody's like decision making skills mm-hmm. um, for the most part. And you know, because I don't want to be that person. That, if it was a zombie apocalypse, you know what I would have did. Like I don't want to <laughs> be that person. But, but. <laughs> but like also, like I felt like there could have been people could have been a little bit more tactful. Because look, yeah. directly after the guy, uh, the old man was shot. Now the military is throwing smoke bombs and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. So now they have to run away. She runs up and she finds she sees it. What a guy, some other guy does, like gets a uh, random scaffolding shit to like make into a ladder, so so he can climb up on the electric pole like electric wires because somehow the the zombies were able to like infiltrate the space that they cut off and because one of his friends got bit and so yeah he he gets across but then he sees her struggling and he's like fuck i guess let me help her and And while she's struggling she gets scratched and and you know then he goes to help her and he's struggling to get her hand up i'm not understanding why she couldn't put her other arm up onto the wire like y'all guess it's hard so first of all it's already hard as it is to hold up your body with one arm 
So why was it hard for her to bring her other arm up? Like that was pissing me off. And then it was pissing me off that he was struggling to put her arm up. And then by the time he gets her arm up, he loses strength in his arms and he falls and dies. And that pissed me off. And that pissed me off because honestly, he was fighting. He didn't even want to fucking help her. No, he didn't. Mm -hmm. He was fighting. He was like, damn, I don't want to do this shit, but damn, I feel like it's the right thing to do. All right, I'm going to just do it. And then gets fucked (laughs) up. Um, I'm like, girl, if you don't swing, firstly, I don't even know how her other arm dropped. But I'm like, if you don't swing your legs up to the side, (laughs) swing your body to the side. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If you no. don't bring your body to the side and get the fuck together, it fucking like squinch like a sloth or something <laughs> down that. Oh my gosh, I cannot. I was like, girl, get it together. So then she, so then I don't know, seeing him die got her the energy she needed, I guess. And, um, you know, she, she gets across. Then, you know, she's walking over like, scaffolding that isn't even hardly finished and like the zombies are literally just throwing themselves over the fucking roof like it was crazy she makes yeah, it no. into the I guess this seems like some type of uh, office building then she gotta run through there and then finally makes her way into this uh, what was it it's I think like it was like a building. model home I think it was like an apartment building that wasn't rented out yet and it was about to be rented out so yeah and and she honestly she just falls the fuck asleep and i'm and honestly i don't blame her yeah like yeah, being that traumatized man. makes you fucking tired yeah and so like i'm she was traumatized had her adrenaline up on for how many <laughs> how how many hours she'd been running around so she just fell the fuck asleep after she called her dad and her gr- boyfriend to let them know and they come get her the boyfriend wakes her up it seems like a very sweet moment I mean, even if he was a piece of shit, but I would have been happy to see that piece of shit too. Yeah, I would have been happy to see his ass too. Cause then at least like, you know, mm-hmm. he, he did come all this way to find me. So I guess he loved me. Right. <laughs> all happy and shit. And then when she finally sees her dad, she is fucking appalled. She's like, that's not my fucking dad. And he goes, you fucking bitch, where's my fucking money? <laughs> now that this was her me. I was I was thrown. I was like, what the fuck? My <laughs> jaw hit the motherfucking floor. I was like, you lying. That lying. is not her pimp. Like, what a <laughs> bastard ass bitch. Yo, and then that's why I couldn't understand. I'm like, wow, it's the apocalypse. Everything is coming to shit. And you could still you still made it your business to go find this girl. Like, that's crazy. I would have been worried about my survival, but you worried about pimping out holes in the apocalypse? Like, this like is that's really wild. <laughs> that's mad crazy. Yo, then boyfriend fucking. tried to save her. He gets his neck slashed. That also threw me through a loop, too. I thought he was mm-hmm. just going to, like, slap him. Did not think that man was going to die like that. <laughs> Yo, and then also, he dies by the same fucking knife that he tried to stab him with yeah he tried to stab him with i'm like yeah y'all gonna have to do better than this how how you get this how does man overpower you and how you didn't get to stab him at least someplace before 
you did that. And then I hate a nigga who goes ah before they before they come yeah, attack. Like, Dude, stop oh battle crying. <laughs> this is not Sparta. Like, get it together. <laughs> there was I'm no saying. reason. That's what I'm saying. Ain't nobody learned nothing throughout the whole thing. I'm like, y'all did not learn that being loud is not the move here. Hello. And so he's fucking being verbally abusive to her, physically abusive to her, talking about how he owes her money, how he, after she ran away, he went to her father and he was like, oh, okay, I got your money in a week. And then he went back and he wasn't there. So he was like, you know, that's why I had to come find you. And blah, 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 this and that, slapping her up, choking her out. And this is what it gets me. Again, middle of apocalypse, you finna rape somebody. Yeah. But that's what what they always do in zombie movies. Zombie movies, they always go rape. And then honestly, I think that's what, if it was ever the zombie apocalypse, that's what would scare me the most is that you know people are gonna kill uh, other people for resources and they're gonna fucking Mm -hmm. rape. If anything, rape is gonna go up astronomically because I think people have this urge. There's a fucking word for it. But people have this urge to fuck when they feel like they're going to die. And mm-hmm. men who don't have access to women or or because they're just literally insane. Like, I feel like they don't care about consequences. One, because it's like, who's going to come save you? So they will rape, unfortunately. Which is wild. Uh, there's a fucking name for that. I'm going to I'm going to find it. Hold on. I think it's because, like, being close to death makes you think about your own morality and possibly, like, carrying on your seed or some bullshit like that. Mm, possibly. Maybe that's what Nick Cannon got. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Nut Cannon. Nut Cannon, okay? Cream pie <laughs> Cannon. Oh, it's called Maslow's Hierarchy. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Cream Pie Cannon. That should be his new nickname. (laughs) (laughs) But what's it called now? It's called Maslow's Hierarchy of Human Needs. So, like, the first thing, uh, so the first thing, you know, in the state of survival will be your psychological needs. So that Uh would be breathing, food, water, sleep, homeostasis, and excretion. I don't know what what my ex excre- oh pot of pissing and all that other shit yeah um, so yeah like you know yeah so honestly in order to like yeah feel good and feel like yeah like all your balance out your psyche you're gonna try to get all those things so yeah they're gonna kill because they want mm-hmm. resources and resources would be food water um a place to sleep you know mm-hmm. and yeah and they're gonna fuck they're gonna try to fucking they're gonna try to rape um and so and then they and they usually yeah they try to kill or they'll try to uh get impacts to you know kill others mm-hmm. and dominate over them like it's it's really fucking crazy and i mean i'm not saying that you know it's not a <laughs> it's you know this is how it's gonna go cookie cutter but like how many mm-hmm. right. apocalypse movies have you seen uh so come many. on let's get it together like they're, they're literally always real. sleeping <laughs> yeah like <laughs> so, well in the midst of him, to... yeah so niggas ain't shit in the apocalypse or out of the apocalypse but um while he's attempting 
to rape her, he realizes that she dies. And then he got the nerve to like, be like crying. Yes. Like, how dare you be fucking remorseful after you just about to do some heinous shit? Like, that part. Like, I, I really didn't understand. Like, at first, it was like, okay, he doesn't doesn't care about her fucking, obviously, her consent, right? So he's going to rape her. But then he sees that she's dead. And then that's when he starts to feel bad and actually feel alone or something. Because he's like, oh, baby, don't leave me. And blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And that was really fucked up. And I was kind of glad that she fucking ate him. No funny shit. Yeah, because she turned. She turned into a zombie and ate him. And as she should. I mean, I guess it doesn't count as a good for her because now she's a zombie. But I mean, still good for her. (laughs) Hey, it is good for her because that's still a win. Yeah. It's still still a win. That was a lot. And that that plot, that whole last 20 minutes of the movie was just stressful. Mm-hmm. Like, it made yeah, the movie, it really like, was. <laughs> like, the movie was alright, but, like, the 20 minutes, the last 20 Yeah, the last like, 20 minutes definitely pushed it to a different level that I did not expect, because that's, that's how I was feeling while I was watching it. I was like, this is okay. Like, it wasn't bad. But I'm like, it wasn't great. But then, like, the the twist of the, her, her father not being her father, being her fucking pimp, and then, like, him trying to rape her, and in the midst of it, she turns zombie and eats him. Yeah. It's very poetic. And then in the last, I don't know what that was supposed to be a, a allegory for, where she was, like, in hiding in the closet and she was holding the statue of like Mary and Jesus. Mary, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Um, that movie was something else. It really was. <laughs> like, I, I was just like, wow. <laughs> and it's like, it's one of those movies, especially because like sometimes it's hard for me to find animated things scary. That situation itself was scary. And I think the, um, I think the way certain things were framed heightened it, but more than anything, it's just it's fucking sad. It's to sad. Be honest, it's a sad it, movie. it really is sad. To be honest, it, it wasn't. I don't think we are we were meant to have a happy ending, which most zombie movies do not. But no, yeah, it was literally just sad. It was sad the whole way through. Like there wasn't one moment where I felt relieved for at any point any point no (laughs) no because then it's like when you when we first see the man bitten it's like damn we starting right off so you had this looming dread over you for when that was gonna pop off then we get the like you know we're seeing him not getting treated because he's homeless and that's giving you anxiety because like what the fuck is that shit about and just like nobody made very good decisions so mm-hmm. yeah and capitalism sucks so capitalism yeah. sucks uh the government and the police do not care about <laughs> about no damn body homeless people gang banging over medical center beds and yeah it was just a wild ride <laughs> yeah that's really crazy and i mean happy we got through it but also probably will not see it again yeah <laughs> definitely it's one of those things where it's just sad you see it once and then you're like okay that was good and that was enough 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll give it on a scale of one to ten. I'll give it about six. I'll give it a seven. I was gonna say I give it a seven. I give it a seven. I think I think if the art was a little better, I give it a higher rating. But also, I think the style of animation does work with the story that's being told. I agree. So I didn't ha- I didn't hate it. I just didn't like when I would see when it was mass hordes running. I didn't like it. But when it was like when it was closer frames, it looked it looked good, and I think it served its purpose. But mm-hmm. yeah. Um, if y'all, I mean, we spoiled it if you haven't watched it. Um, as we- <laughs> but if you're but, somebody who doesn't mind, you know, yeah. hearing the story and still will like to see it, definitely go see it. I still, I still think we didn't spoil it up. I mean, it's different. Like, you know, you can hear people's opinions, but like but seeing it, it will be different. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. I, I think you should see it. I think you should watch anyway. it. And if and if you've watched it and you just wanted to hear our commentary, thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, that's real. Y'all some real bitches. That. And okay. well, that's all we've got for Seal Station. So just stay tuned for Libra season. Welcome back. Mm-hmm. So let's get right into it. Libra is known as the romantic. Libra's dates are September 23rd to October 22nd. Libra's ruling planet is Venus, planet of love and beauty. Libra's symbol is the scales. Some main descriptors would be romantic and indecisive. The duality is masculine. The element is air. Quality is cardinal. Keywords for Libra is I balance. Libra rules the buttocks, pancreas, and kidneys. Some attributes for Libra would be fair, collaborative, tasteful, and decisive, tactful, and refined. Interests Libras might have are romance, music concerts, museums, songwriting, and making art. The Libra drive is to be loved and to love. A little bit about the Greek myth behind Libra. It revolves around the Greek goddess Astria, represented by the constellation Virgo. Astria was the goddess of innocence and purity who lived on earth as a celestial being. She she eventually fled, escaping the onslaught of human depravity, which appeared at the dawn of the Bronze Age. Astria represented justice, just like her mother, Themis, the goddess of divine justice. When Zeus placed Astria in the sky, She was holding the scales of justice, represented by the constellation Libra. The Libra scales remind us of harmony, delicacy, and fairness. They help Astria to hold her place in the sky until the day she returns to Earth as the ruler of a new golden age. Well, we have our resident Libra here, Crimson. Yes. Yes. Talk to me nice. It's your season. (laughs) <laughs> how, how are you feeling in your season so far I feel so much better um I feel so motivated I feel really fucking horny I feel really mm-hmm. excited to 
I, I'm more like, uh, I guess you would say social. So I'm like getting out more. I'm reaching out to people more. I'm feeling great. I don't know what the fuck Virgo season did to me, but it was not my time. And like Virgo now season. that <laughs> as soon as we rolled back into Libra, like I'm talking about <laughs> October 1st hit. And I was like, actually, like I'm the baddest bitch ever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So for real though. We I love Libras. Yeah. I think they are delightful little sluts. That <laughs> <laughs> they really are delightful no, for no, they are they yeah. are and I just love it I love the energy I love the friendliness I also love like the sense of justice and fairness that Libras have and I think people kind of say that as being fake but I'm like no I think they just like to listen to both sides of the story to get the full story because they don't want to be bullshitted because you know once you do that they don't want to fuck with you anymore so they they want to make sure they have all their shit in a row before they start popping off and saying some shit then they'll be like it's not even like that like oh (laughs) also i think that i love that you brought that up because uh the last time we were on moody's podcast shout out to moody and all arc you know there was this she was like well i feel like libras are fake and <laughs> that shit, I always, I was, I wasn't in my element that day. So I can't, I don't think, feel like I stuck up for Libras enough, but I feel like they do get a lot of shit for being dick a fake, but it's not, it's not fake. It's, I feel like we have a great way of not only just, yes, waiting to make a decision on someone. Mm-hmm. Also, if we don't like you, we don't feel the need to go out of our way to be mean either i think a lot of people confuse being fake with just being cordial and respectful mm-hmm. it's okay to like still be nice to people and offer kindness to people that you don't like i i hate to say it like you know but no, it's okay. you're right it's anyway. true it's very much so true and i think libras have a way of like really being charming and i feel like even if i know i don't like you don't like me i'm still going to be nice to you and i'm going to be nice to everybody around you because i'm not going to sit here and create an air of tension over over something that i can't control i can't control that i don't like you don't like me and maybe i maybe i don't like you but that doesn't mean i'm going to be mean um yeah, yeah, and I feel true. like kill them with kindness, right? Right, and I think um, we do get a lot of slack for being like uh, fake, but I don't think we're fake. I think we just don't care enough to be fucking mean because I think that takes energy. Yeah, to be being honest. mean does take energy. Um, it really does. Like, and then people are always like, "Well, you know what? You say you don't care, but you care." And I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, I don't care, but I care enough to like preserve my energy. Like, I think that's what I care about." more than like everybody liking me which is another Mm -hmm. libra trait they say that oh you have to have everybody like you and which is i mean i feel like that could possibly be true like not necessarily like i want everybody like me but i would like to be on good terms with everybody (laughs) because why what what reason do i have not to be (laughs) yeah what do you gain for people disliking you nothing and usually a fucking headache (laughs) (laughs) 
But I like Libras. I love Libras. Yeah, I fucks with Libras. Libras are the best. Libra season's a good season. It is. I I get excited around Libra season too. It Me is. too. I think it's like I think it's a nice like uplifting. It's literally a breath of fresh air after Virgo season and after Leo's because it's like you had to deal with a loud asses. Then you have to deal with Virgo old judgy asses. And then it's like, there's a Libra, like, hey, let's have hey, fun. Hey, let's have fun. Let's drink and have sex. No, and oh, no, yeah. that's literally me. <laughs> <laughs> I told you guys that um, I've been going out more. So I had a friend date, it was really cute. And <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> My first thing when I hang out with people, I'm like, so you're trying to get drunk? And. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, try to turn up. <laughs> I I feel like I'm the bad influence. Hey, sometimes we all need that in somebody's life, you know. Yes, and I love that. <laughs> I like Libras all like, yeah, let's do cute things. Let's get cute. Let's get drunk. Like that's so nice. So, who do we got on the list first? So first up, Amelia from Re Zero. September 23rd. Oh, damn. So she had a birthday. Uh, yeah. Happy birthday, Amelia. Happy birthday. I, we, I, we talked about it before. I don't know if it ever aired, though. I'm not super fond of Amelia. Oh, I mean, that's okay. I think I like Amelia. And I think what's really, I'm really fond about Amelia <laughs> is that, um, you know, there's this thing that happens, like, you know, what's his name? Subaru is constantly um trying to redo what he's done, uh, and constantly trying to outdo himself every single time. But Amelia always stays the same genuine person, no matter what. Um, <laughs> in every single version of her that he encounters, he's she's never her her personality doesn't change and it doesn't and that's not even in a bad way it just means that you know she just really has an unshakable will and I just really really fucking like that about her you know it, it's like she's always going to be that kind person she's always going to be that person that tries to help people and be sincere and be nice and she's always that person every time to him no matter what he does even when he totally embarrassed her and he do be showing his ass. Yeah, like, no, he shows his fucking ass. I remember there was this one episode where she explicitly told him, you cannot come with me. I am yeah. going to an event. You cannot come. You are not allowed to come. And she knows it's because he doesn't know how to fucking act. And he does too much. He's loud. He's boisterous. I wouldn't be surprised if he's a fucking uh, Leo, to be honest. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> he's loud he's boisterous his ego is like off the chains and he completely embarrassed her and himself number one like i was mm -hmm. getting secondhand embarrassment that those whole episodes and then after a while when she was like not accepting i you know his kindness that he forced on her obviously that she you know she was just like yo like I like I can't do this like I asked you to stay and you and you promised me that you would stay and you didn't like you're breaking your promise to me like you're hurting me it upsets me that you you showed up on a fucking court announced yourself as my knight when I didn't give you that fucking uh position so and how dare you speak for me yeah um 
And you said you think he's a Leo. I was <clears> thinking to myself, either he was an Aries or a Taurus, and he's an Aries. Oh wow, that makes sense. That <laughs> yep. makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. um, agitating little boy, but <laughs> Amelia because does because I, I feel like <laughs> like. I don't feel like a Taurus would be as boisterous, but I feel like Leo's no, and definitely Aries not. definitely have Aries big, are. big egos. Mm-hmm. Leo and Aries have the biggest egos in the fucking zodiac. I was just saying a Taurus because of like how hard headed he is, but Aries are pretty fucking stubborn and hard headed too, so it checks out. Yeah, um, like... but I I do think Amelia is super sweet, um, and very caring, and she is like you said, she has always been herself, and she's that's all she's trying to be especially because she has this negativity attached to her that makes people not want to be around her and not trust her and not feel safe around her and I and I don't I think her feelings are genuine but I feel like she also has to like work so hard to make it seem so effortlessly because of people's preconceived notions about her and that's sad it it really mm-hmm. is fucked up. It's really fucked up. Um, and even when he disrespected her, talking about, oh, you would be nowhere if it wasn't for me, just literally going off the rails, just talking out his ass. She is still like, you know, she could have basically, but then like, uh, you came out of nowhere and I've gave you food and shelter and a like and and money and all this other stuff. I've been taking care of you. You would be money, nothing. training, all this shit. Right. Mm-hmm. She could have said that, but you know what? She was just like, you know what? I see it. I understand. You know, go ahead and continue the treatment that I paid for. Um and <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> like she was just very nice about goodbye. her parting ways from him. And I'm like, yeah. and she could have threw all that in, her, in his face and she did it. And I think that's a very Libra thing to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd say Amelia gets the stamp. He gets the stamp, for sure. She sounds cool, so she gets the stamp for me. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we've got Eno from Naruto, September 23rd. This is such a pleasant surprise. Yeah, I, I, I was surprised too. It makes so much sense. I think if if Eno was in a different series, she'd be like a love witch or something. And I don't know. <laughs> I also find it cute that her and Naruto are both blondes and both Libras. I think that's adorable for some I reason. I think that's an agenda. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> <laughs> the blonde Libra agenda. Crimson, do you have like a blonde, like, you know. A blonde bus <laughs> Yeah, I do, girl. That, I have all my yes. almost all my bust downs is blonde. Yes, <laughs> the blonde Libra agenda is gonna be pushed. I hope you wear your blonde bust down this whole Libra season. I am not playing. I just I'm got so one serious. for Libra season. How oh, about that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Ah, but I love that Eno is a Libra. I can see that for her. I definitely see it. She's, I mean, she's a little harsh, um, but she is a romantic and she definitely has like that feminine Libra energy. Yes. That Libra femmes tend to have. Um, and like, I don't like the way that people try to treat her and Sakura's character like decision yeah. because I'm like they were like 10 year old girls and as bad as it sounds 10 year old girls do stupid shit like that 
we fight over boys and it's like well you like the same nigga as me so i'm gonna not talk to you anymore yeah and (laughs) they were friends before sasuke got the picture like you know they were cute little besties men always ruin everything um but that's that's all it is yeah but that's neither here nor there no you know has just like just this great energy and she's also like a little bitchy and it's i don't know it's just funny who was fighting? Oh no, it was Shikamaru when he was fighting the uh female sound ninja in the tuning exam, and she was like, Take that bitch down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Eno's funny. Her. She's yeah. funny too. She is very funny. I love Team Inoshika Cho too, though. They just they really fucking cracked me up. They just have it. They really do. It's like they're supposed to be like the team that you don't take seriously, but they're also very all good at what they do. And mm-hmm. and like their family friends too. I love it. I just it's, think that's cute. so cute that they're all family friends. Like it's I don't know why that is so cute to me, but it just is. It is because their daddies used to fight with each other, you know, on the yeah. team, and now they do it. It's cute. Passes the time, but uh, does Eno get our stamp? Eno definitely definitely does. Yay, hands down. All right, next up, we got Bruno Bussarati, September 27th. I love my Versace poppy, so (laughs) he is so cute. Like, it's hard to so cute, it's hard to hate him. Also, that face looking scene gets me fucked up every fucking time. Yeah, it makes my um makes my coochie quiver a little bit. He <laughs> he is so he's such a great character for Golden. Wait, are we not supposed to like him? Because I haven't finished all of Golden Wind. Y'all know I hop around JoJo's, and I know that that's oh, very you did a get- oh, well, I mean, I think I, I think so because he, the outfit he ate number one. <laughs> Number two, first of all, they started off as enemies. Um, and then you, later on, he was like, you know what? I respect your shit. And decides that he's going to let him join his little crew and okay. help him out. So I love a good enemies to friends trope. So, yeah, yeah. I love you some Bruno. He's just a good character all around. And I, he very um, he has great leadership skills. For some odd reason, I find most Libras to have great leadership skills like they can know how to take control sometimes. I think it's because they're really good speakers and I think it's yes. also because they they weigh out everything because they are so just and mm-hmm. um, careful with their decision making that that makes them good leader. Yes, I agree. Did I mention that outfit he ate with that? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, he's just uh, and I am strong belief I got heat on this on Twitter. But I do think Bruno is for the sisters because he he just got it like he just has it that je ne sais quoi that je ne sais quoi also don't I feel like Italian niggas do like black girls I just Italians love the sisters yeah they hate it but they love it Mm -hmm. (laughs) especially the younger ones it's ridiculous it is 
And he got this little, this bob cut. The bob cut is cute as fuck, too. Yeah, the bobby bobbing. I'm <laughs> known for the bob. <laughs> With the little clips in his head. Yeah, he, yeah, he know what he doing. Exactly. <laughs> he gets my stamp. He gets my stamp for sure. You know who also got the same birthday? <laughs> Joseph Joestar, oh! also September twenty seventh. Oh, that is cute. That's um, yeah, cute. his whole ass is definitely. He yeah. definitely gives Libra Libra guy like very yeah. into himself. He thinks he's the hottest in the world, um, <laughs> which he was. He was very hot. Like I'm he not gonna hot. take that from him. He was. I'm yeah. not gonna and take that from him. Okay. <laughs> yes, I will hop on old or young Joseph. I will. I'm sorry. Like. Back. actually no oh. i'm not sorry i'm not sorry i'm not sorry either yeah People y'all lost me baby mamas like y'all lost me at you uh, don't think old man joseph is attractive his personality was attractive but i wasn't with old man joseph also the i watched the dub and every time he goes oh my, oh my god, god. <laughs> <laughs> yo he would have hit that one too many times and i would have <laughs> listen Oh my god! Like yeah. he was so he was. I think he's so funny. Oh, he's hilarious. he's hilarious. I think I also think that that is the Libra trait is being funny as fuck. Yo, I want I want that I want that. For, I feel like I'm situationally funny. Like I'm not funny. Like I'm going to crack a joke intentionally. Like I feel like shit just happens and like niggas think it's funny. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I won't. Yeah, I would say that because, like Cardi, I don't think she tries to be funny. I think like we just laugh at what she's saying. Yeah, girl, mm-hmm. I was laughing at Cardi uh, earlier today because she was on this remix tomorrow, and she <laughs> said her weave tickling her butt crack, and yeah, like that, me up. that be <laughs> happening to me. This might be a TMI moment, but like sometimes I like to keep a bush. Um, it makes me feel very womanly and I, I know when things are getting a little bit out of control like when my weave hair wraps around it yo it happens and I'm like all right it's time to trim somebody girl not the, not the, you can weave out your butt crack though yes it's so you silly. That, you got that grown woman coochie that you I, know. I do. I got that that 80s house road. 80s porn book bush. <laughs> I do. I know that's right. I know that's from Seeker. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ain't nothing wrong. Oh with my that. God. Yeah, that's so fucking hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. and that's how you know she saw it because if you're fucking bust down, it's hitting your butt crack. It's either get bust down long as how or <laughs> you short as fuck. No, because shit down to your butt crack. That's some fucking money, but that's not the end of there. Joseph is hilarious. I'm not gonna lie. Younger Joseph did piss me off. Like he would definitely be one of those dudes that you like have sex with yeah. and then like either try to fucking kill him or just leave him alone. Mm-hmm. Because younger Joseph was a little aggy. Yeah, he was just full of himself. I'm I mean, what villain had uh took a woman hostage and was like, if you don't come with me, I'm gonna kill this woman. He was like, Why the fuck would I care if you kill that? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. 
<laughs> like that was really crazy. Um, These JoJo boys be so disrespectful for no reason. <laughs> told women like at one. They ain't got shit on Jotaro. Jotaro was on an airplane. Told all the flight attendants to move. He was like, "Move, bitch!" Oh damn. <laughs> Was, and he was mean to his mama and his mama is so sweet right but yeah Joseph was crazy and then it, I don't know if he thought he had the juice like that well he must have knew he had the juice like that because he told Miss Susie to. he told Miss Susie Q like you my bitch now and she was like alright like it was, okay. it was just like it was just like yes, nothing daddy. ever happened <laughs> like was that even a conversation like they literally just got married after that like that was so weird okay so <laughs> yeah like he definitely got that uh i guess libra charm i guess mm-hmm. yeah it gotta be <laughs> otherwise what a man whore yeah he he's definitely a certified man whore <laughs> Boom. yeah he gets the stamp from me mm-hmm. next up we've got rengiku matsumoto september 20th Yay! She definitely gives Libra vibes too. Yeah, yeah she's another she's so, blonde Libra. Uh, the mm-hmm. blonde Libra agenda. It's there. It's there <laughs> and it's strong. It's very strong. <laughs> very strong. She is a very flirty Libra. But it's very, but you know what I like about her? I like that I like that she's one really comfortable in herself. Like she doesn't deny that she likes to have her titties out um mm-hmm. and do all that other stuff. You know some nice titties too. Yeah, she definitely is a very warm person. Like she is very nurturing and caring. Yeah, and she does it in in moments like she plays like a ditzy blonde, but like she's actually really smart and she uses that to her advantage. And I love mm-hmm. that about her because I definitely feel like that's me in real life. Like I play stupid <laughs> sometimes <laughs> just to like observe how people act, and I'm like, yo, that's definitely a Libra trait. Like. I feel like, yeah, I feel like Libras are the bimbos of the Zodiac and not like in a bad way. Just like, just like that, that Regina George type way, but like nicer. More like Cher from Clueless. Oh, okay. The, the I love Cher. Bitch. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's like, it's not it's not like nothing there head empty it's just like rainbows sunshine bubbles (laughs) yeah right because i also feel like libras are very smart like i don't think that they're they're really really smart i just think that uh i think yeah i mean air signs we're gonna be airy we're gonna be airheads yeah exactly that's that's all it is i always talk about this like i was telling ty earlier um it you know i text back late because um my my head be elsewhere (laughs) i'm the same way it's like Mm, you know like if libras are the share um horowitz from clueless of the air signs than Aquarius is well especially me I'm Elle Woods so (laughs) (laughs) that's cute um but yeah she's she's such a joy of a character and there's so many layers with her I also feel like her pink shawl is a very Libra thing to do it's Um, so girly like accessorizing like that specifically 
Um, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but that that just screams Libra to me. Well, the color it's pink funny. is Libra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, her um Halloween outfit in the Halloween episode, she ate like that little witch costume was so cute, and it was so her. So. I just love, I just love Rangiku. She's just like, I feel like I would hang out with her and she'll be like a girl's girl. Like, she is a mm-hmm. girl. I also love her relationship with uh, Toshiro. I do too. Like, it's so it's, cute. It's so precious. Oh my God. <laughs> and he acts like he doesn't like her, but I think he likes her around. Oh, he loves her. He would go crazy without her, please. Mm-hmm. He would not know what he would not know how to act if she was not there. I know. He give they give very much like like I don't know, like little brother, little like little brother, big sister. They're so cute. So Rangiku getting a stamp. Absolutely. She two stamps for me. Oh, two stamps for the titties. Yes. <laughs> I'm putting them on. <laughs> Uh, next up, we've got Asta and You Know from Black Clover, Happy October 4th. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! birthday. Well, now, but it was October 4th <laughs> yeah, when we started. Right. <laughs> when we started. <laughs> yes. Happy birthday, Asta and You Know. I love, I love them so much. I feel like they are like the two sides of Libras to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes the zodiac signs with like dual energies like libra Mm -hmm. pisces and gemini they definitely uh, have a way of like being both things at once if that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. i like that that the asta and and you know are are so different because it's like sometimes we are outspoken and like asta and and, Mm -hmm. you know and we're standing up for ourselves and against uh, and for others very determined too yes in a very outspoken way and usually i i do find like a lot of libras like even in real life have like this story of kind of being the underdog and Mm -hmm. and that kind of being like their quote-unquote character development which i think is really interesting and then there's people like you know who's just like who's more quiet and calculated and and really effortlessly like really good at what they're doing and Mm -hmm. Still coming from the same energy of like, oh, okay, like I'm still, I'm the underdog and stuff, but not mm-hmm. kind of more cool and collected about it. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Yeah. I feel like I'm in my, him. you know, era. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be crazy. Like you guys know, I used to be like fucking Asta. I'd be on the fucking internet <laughs> screaming and like doing all that extra shit. <laughs> 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 an adult no more i'm in my you know era yeah we all go. used to cut up on the internet like i think that was all of our toxic trait was uh yeah. cutting up on like, like not in a fun way like yeah we were just like sporadic and thank god nobody's ever gonna find that um no <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So do the two little babies get the stamp? They Absolutely. get the stamp. Yay. And yeah. <laughs> and 
and a lunchable because yeah, it's their birthday. <laughs> they need to release the shackles of eating potatoes, girl. girl potatoes. <laughs> give no. them, give them babies a two piece and a biscuit from Popeyes because them potatoes is something else. No, because that episode where they took all of their like squad mates on mm-hmm. to to their house and then they was eating they was like yo i can't even swallow this shit it's so dry and then he, <laughs> was yeah. that shit up. he was, he was like that shit why you have intensity eating your potato hash or whatever the fuck it was called <laughs> and like damn y'all having like, potato pancakes potato um potato upside down potato cake like what's going on like it's too much potatoes that's too much start. It was given the um the Irish uh when was happened when the Irish had to eat nothing but potatoes because it was a plague. Oh, I forgot. Oh, I know what I you're forgot. talking about. Damn. But that's what they was given, but there was no plague. Like that was just that poor. <laughs> there was just fucking up potatoes. <laughs> and, I mean, potatoes stick on your stomach. It's a hearty dish. It, it it is. Heavy on you're the heart. to find <laughs> different ways to make that potatoes, girl, because. <laughs> Y'all like that y'all potatoes mashed dry. or scallops? I, I like, like potatoes mashed. I really like I like my potatoes mashed, but if I had to choose a certain way to eat potatoes, it would be one like uh the breakfast type home fries or Ooh, oh. potato uh potatoes or gratin. Mm. Mm, okay. You know what I like doing? Um croquettes. And it's like you take mashed potatoes and then you get some meat, like ground beef. And then you mix the meat with the mashed potatoes. Mm. And then you put that in like a ball and put it in breading and then deep fry it. Oh, that sounds like a song. <laughs> it's so fucking good. I love it. That'd be bomb if you dip it in some gravy. Mm. Oh, I never thought of gravy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm going to do that next time. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's it's a good ass meal. <laughs> And speaking of meals, <laughs> next up on the list <laughs> is uh, Naruto Uzumaki, October 10th. Our top one blonde Libra, the Don Dada of <laughs> Libra. He's my Libra king. I have made this joke like last year. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, Cardi B is like the queen of the Libras and Naruto is like the king of the Libras. I don't know why. It's just the Libra energy that they exude. It just it makes me smile. Um, Oh oh my god, I love Naruto. And he is such, he is literally like stereotypical Libra. Very stereotypical. Um, So the fact that one, he could never give up on his friend like I'm sorry mm-hmm. like especially young a lot of young Libras uh like it's like I feel like a Libras I really love really 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 fucking hard really hard I never want to mm-hmm. give up on people and and that causes a lot of them to just like give a lot of chances to people which I feel like I've grown out of honestly also because in these dark times I need to conserve my energy for myself energy yeah um, absolutely but mm-hmm. I think that it's a very I, it's an honorable trait honestly like it when, is i find it honorable. is put into the right people yeah mm-hmm. i agree with that i think i, I think, think his his you know his love for sasuke and constantly pushing was not lost on me and i know not really at wish, all i really wish that uh people i don't know just respected his shit a little bit more 
because mm-hmm. it's easy as somebody who was also like was outcasted and stuff like that it's easy to see someone going through like being consumed by their hate and being like yeah it could be bad but it could be better let's choose to love each other and love each other mm-hmm. you know and it's really com- like just committed to showing Sasuke that there was could have been you know a different life now I will say that in a way he was a little brainwashed um I mean, I'm not trying to say that he should have went up against Konoha for everything that they did. Uh, uh, like, I mean, I know a lot of people hate that, but um, yeah, me personally, I feel like it would have been really nice if he used his privilege of becoming Hokage because it, it was the whole thing was that he was so oppressed that he wanted to become. He'd be the best thing that people had to respect and love. Exactly. And instead of fending for, you know, everybody's respect, you know, so he can show them that he's really a good person. I wish he would have still did that, but used it to kind of, I don't know, uh, break down that whole government and, and start new. Because the, yeah. the methods of of the way they were running the country just, just wasn't right. Um, still isn't right. We, we need to have a conversation about that very badly yes um, i'm down for that conversation today. honestly and yes, that'll be long but it will be <laughs> but we need to tell people about the konoha and how they wasn't all <laughs> sunshines and rainbows like konoha was no not at all villain. it was a ghetto yeah, this is the slums <laughs> yeah the trenches the trenches <laughs> got it out the fucking mud but you know what they ain't got shit on the village that um pain was from um yeah them niggas was going through it and (laughs) i would love to have a conversation about how like you know naruto was just a pretty much trent that deep in the trenches i got it out the mud type of story with a dash of um love and drama so yeah but I like when I first started Naruto when I was younger. Naruto wasn't my uh, favorite character. I didn't hate him. A lot of people really? hated him. I didn't hate him. Um, but I just, and I think because when I was watching Naruto, I was very uh, angsty. So, like, <laughs> I saw myself in Sasuke a little bit, in Gara, in Shikamaru, like the quieter people. Um, but then when I like got a little bit older, and rewatched it um, during Shippuden when I was trying to catch up with everything. Um, I was like, no, I'm like, Naruto's a very admirable person. And his perseverance is just like, it's, I don't, I can't, I can't hate him. I just love him. And I'm like, yeah. it sucks that he had to go through all that bad stuff. But the way that he was not only able to just like overcome that, but also be able to <laughs> pretty much martin luther king jr his way through everything and have and talk to everybody be like you know you don't have to do this young man <laughs> i understand i came from where you're coming from too i get it um but mm-hmm. i think he's just a delight and i love him and i want all the good things for him i think this year is his 34th birthday i think he turned mm-hmm. 33 last year damn he oh, old. Wow. He's not old. He's not old. He's just a grown man. He's just a grown man. I know. I'm just joshing. Somebody who's like about to be 32. I'd be I'd be joking that I'm old all the time. Like, you know, I'm old, I'm old, but 
I know I'm not. <laughs> so Naruto definitely gets our stamp. Before we move on, we I noticed that we do have a lot of um guys on the list, and I noticed that a lot of people hate Libra males. <laughs> They Libra do. males are whores, and I would like to report that they are big bodies. I think they. I think it's anytime somebody uh starts dragging Libras, and then I'm like, "You dated a man, didn't you?" And they were like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah of course." <laughs> yeah, you'll see. And no, because I had shared this old tweet in the group chat that was like, it was. It was a uh, Goku, Naruto, Luffy, and Ichigo. It was like, out of these four, who giving you the worst date? And somebody was like, Naruto would uh, take you on a date, hold your hand all night long, take you home, get you pregnant, and be like, you're such a good friend. <laughs> yes. yes. It's like, even if we're going to be whores with you, we're going to be romantic because that's the way love is supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, slut, be a slut and, and uncommitted. Do whatever you want. But make it romantic. But, but make it romantic. Slut, <laughs> but make it romantic. <laughs> Our next Libra is Ijiro Kirishima from My Hero Academia, birthday October 16th. That's my little baby. I, oh, I was so happy to know that he was a Libra because I don't like a lot of people. Um, not like I don't that that I don't like. I don't get excited for a lot of the kids in UA. Like I can literally count on my hand. Um, mm -hmm. and he's mm -hmm. one of the people who really make me excited like I love him he is literally the sunshine to Bakugo's day I don't understand why yes. Bakugo doesn't love him more like he should, <laughs> Bakugo should like literally be on his dick more like he literally because if I was Bakugo I would be on his balls like, like, like seriously. we are her besties <laughs> <laughs> besties with testies bro <laughs> <laughs> we is friends nigga like Oh, and uh, there was that one episode. What was that episode where the villains were trying to kidnap Bakugo and get them, get him to be yeah. on the yeah. side? And it was it was almost like Deku and them knew that they had to bring like Kirishima because otherwise he wouldn't go. Right, Aww. right. He wouldn't go with them. Right, and so. <laughs> When they busted through and Bakugo seen his friend and he was like, come on. Like, of course he's going to like front like he don't need his help. But he went and I'm like, it's because you love this man. Like you literally, okay. love he's your biggest love. fan. And that's another yeah. thing too. I feel like Libras really ride out for their fucking friends. Like we're literally mm -hmm. like the biggest fans for our friends. Super and, cheerleaders. I love it. Right. Yeah. And so it's like he tries to fake like he doesn't fuck with him, but he does. <laughs> like you do does. love him. Bakugo and he makes true. everything better. And I hated yeah. that that episode where he felt like, damn, like what who am I compared to everybody else? Um yeah, yeah that that hurt my heart. Because I was just like, if he if if he only knew the type of person he is and the power mm -hmm. that he has, like I just wanted to shake him and be like, "Do you see what, what I see?" Like, <laughs> right? But but he did. He did. He ended up figuring that out, and he, you know, he gets. He, he had his moment of, "Oh, mm -hmm. I got stronger off of my through my own will um, mm -hmm. and, and willingness to like keep trying to keep up with my friends." And it was nice. It was nice. Yeah. 
Adorable. I love Kirishima. He's just so fucking sweet. It's ridiculous. So sweet and so funny. Like <laughs> he's, he's just a little himbo, and he's just yeah. like bopping around. It's fucking just adorable. Vibing. I forgot it was one episode where they were doing like um little internships, and it was him and some other guy. I don't know if it was from like another class. Mm-hmm. But oh, was it uh, Tetsu, 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 Tetsu? Their chemistry is so funny. Because <laughs> I'm like, these niggas are one and the same. I and think they have the same birthday, too, if I'm not mistaken. Let oh me double gosh. check. But you keep going. No, I was just saying, like, they're, like, one and the same. And I wouldn't be surprised if they had the same birthday. Because it's like, them, both of them kind of give me Wayne's World type of vibes a little bit. <laughs> what are we talking about again? Oh, the metal, the metal guy who has like the same power as him, but he's metal class. Uh, he's in the second class. Oh, he's in the yeah. class. Okay. Then yeah. I don't, know, then. I don't know. I don't really like a lot of the kids. I'm not going to hold you. I know you don't. Yeah. And Tetsu Tetsu has the same birthday too. Oh, oh that's birthday, so If twin now. <laughs> good motherfucking vibes all in. oh my god I'm literally twin now <laughs> oh my god okay yeah I'm very happy now yeah, yeah. so Kirishima definitely gets a Libra stamp he gets a Libra stamp from me oh oh babe all right, who's next? Next up, we've got Elena from Wonder Witch, The Journey of Elena, October 17th. Yay. Firstly, she is just so fucking cute. I think she's just cute as hell. I haven't seen this one. I may have to put that on the list. Um, it's a nice little slice of life series. Oh, It's weird because it's slice of life, but it's like fantasy Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not like a slice of life where it's like every episode is something different like it's every every episode she's journeyed to a different place so mm-hmm. you're getting something new every episode and she's really uh and then some sometimes where she goes isn't in a really a nice place so it is interesting the way she navigates things definitely you're not there is some action but you're not going to see like a whole it's not like a shonen so you're not going to see a whole no. action yeah <laughs> it's but, just a nice a nice cozy comfort show for me yeah it was it was very nice cozy comfort show for me and i was to i used to like watch that and like study it was really nice again she's like another character who's just like really humble and nice no matter where she goes and Mm -hmm. she interacts with and i just i like that you know there were times where she came across people who was going through some crazy shit and she was just like well i did out everything i could do to help uh on (laughs) to the next (laughs) You know, like <laughs> you know, she was really real about her shit, and I, I really like that. She, and she, she hit him with a damn. That's crazy, right? <laughs> she out the drama. She was like, "I'm not, you know, I'm a traveling witch. I'm not here to stay around nobody. I'm just trying to like live my best witch life." Um, I also I feel like being up. like a a traveler and a wanderer, like having the sunny disposition that most Libras have, and the um. Like, you know, like you mentioned earlier about how wanting people to like them, I think that that kind of personality works with that kind of situation 
because you can you can make friends anywhere because Leavers are so charming and Elena's super charming. Hella. Mm-hmm. Hella. And she has the same birthday as me, so that's why I put it there. Oh, yeah. Cute. You should dress up as her. I should. Period. Well, that was fun. I think we had, we got everybody on the list. We did. We did. Well, thank you for checking in and listening to Anna Grace Anime. Um, and we'll definitely see you guys next time. Bye. 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 And that's all that we have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to follow us on all our socials. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Anabase Anime. You can even shoot us an email at anime at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for listening. And remember to keep it sassy, messy, and weavy, just like we do. Symphon included. Bye.